Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Play. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Okay, so it is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is. I'm so excited because we are recording this on New Year's Eve, but y'all motherfuckers ain't going to hear it till Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so it's going to be 2018 when y'all hear it. Um, so we thought we would just start it off by talking about what we learned in 2017 and our highlights what were some of the highlights that you guys experienced in your life for 2017 what did you learn what what kind of struggles did you have what did you learn from them struggles um what are some new things that 2017 brought to your life what are some things that 2017 took away from your life you know so who want to start i elect mia <laughs> what? Yes. Out of all the days, Mia Migs, make the mood. Make sure the mood is right. <laughs> okay, so you know, one of the lessons I learned this year is procrastination is for the devil. Praise the Lord! Oh, I don't mind is a devil. Yes, I don't mind is the devil's playground. Baby, you don't understand how many times I done. Said I was going to do something and put it off for 30 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, put it off for an hour. And then after an hour, pull it off for like three hours. And I'd be like, bitch, y'all not doing it no more. <laughs> <laughs> then it turned to put off into a month. Into a whole month. <laughs> Baby. Like what? What did you want to accomplish? I've been trying to clean that. I, listen, when I moved into my apartment, I said I was going to put all the, you know what? Y'all don't need to know information. Just know <laughs> I said I was going to do something in my apartment and I haven't did it. And I've been living there for about four or five months. Oh. So, yeah, you know, that's that type of procrastination. But, you know, it's definitely a learned habit and something that I have been working on. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things. Um, The second thing is. I, what I learned about myself is everything that I've put like a hundred and two percent of my effort in, I was able to accomplish. Like, mm-hmm. but I really had to like put all my effort into it because I learned that I have abil- I have nice abilities and qualities about myself, but I don't use it to my full potential because I'm just like, oh, 
girl, you know, I got it, but bitch, you know, I don't have to show it like that. But in order to, I feel like to be your best, you have to, to just give your all for everything. Like when I look at all the people that have, that have actually done something in life and actually accomplished something, they always talk about how every day they always grinding it. They wake up and they go to sleep and they're, <clears throat> nothing but grinding they only think about grinding and and pushing himself like um i was listening to a carmen carrera interview and she was saying um i took a quote that she said that i thought was really really useful and it actually helped me she said every day i do something that's going towards my goals no matter if it's just like a little bit something small so so every day you building towards that goal and i did it i i tried that routine and it actually worked for me so that's something i learned one lesson and then the third one is niggas will literally lie on their mother for some attention or for some ass and i Yeah. I need to hear this lie about the mother. <laughs> because if they're literally lying on their mother, I need to know this lie. What was the lie? No, but you, I'm just, you know, niggas lie about anything. <laughs> niggas lie on God, on their mom, they on somebody that's dead. They lie to their damn self. Baby, anything. Mm. And that's so true. I'm, <laughs> in the beginning of the year, I was listening to a lot of folks telling me you know dreams and wishes and promises and you know if it had been for these wishes and dreams and promises i would have my titties done i would have had um about two cars right now umar johnson school for black boys um <laughs> I have a, a lot of shit and it's just sometimes you have to take in account that no one's gonna work as hard for you than you. Amen. No one's gonna go for to bat for what you want in life harder than you are. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How many years have I been telling you that specifically? Um, it's been a really Since long time. You. <laughs> All right, so I'm glad you learned in 2017. <laughs> well, you know, 2018 is coming with new blessings, new lessons learned. We're gonna make sure we solidify that one. What about you, Z? Okay, so. Mine was not to live in the past, be in the moment, keep faith of the future, and keep the third eye open. Very simple, you know, mm-hmm. eternal, infinite type of <laughs> type of goals. So, what <laughs> are some of the circumstances that made you though made you learn those particular lessons? Each one. Okay, um, I was living in the past. Um, because I remember when people used to really like my dreadlocks, right? So I was just like, hmm, I'm going to get dreads again, you know. And in a way, after I cut them off, I was like, was I? I was kind of living in the past. Like, because I was starting to see, like, I don't know, I kind of felt like I looked like a girl and stuff. And I was like, I was still trying to fit a certain image i guess instead of moving forward into new things that i wanted to explore but was too scared to to give a different image i guess you know what i mean so so was cutting your locks a thing to make what was cutting your locks what was that doing um it was just kind of setting me free from the past you know what i mean it was just you know i changed my whole style up again like it i I don't know i used to dress kind of 
Um, I guess you would say like a bohemian vibe. <laughs> it was just, it was just, I just had to let all like of that go. It was hippie trade. Yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to let it go and just explore what I really wanted to explore ever since I was a kid. So, okay. you know, just grow up a little bit. Um, and also, I was, I kept juggling exes all over again. So mm. that was just annoying as fuck. So I was like, it's time to grow up. Um, wait, 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 wait. What is juggling exes? Yeah, like, what I happened just, there? I just kept talking to different ones over and over again. Like, like you were, you were break up with one, go with another ex. Yeah. Break up with just, that one, go with another ex. Yeah. Oh, God, that shit is- <laughs> so wait, it was like a continuous cycle. Yeah, it was annoying. How so did you why? That? How did I start it? No, go ahead. No, why? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it was kind of like I, I missed the past. Like, I missed when things were simpler. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Because part of me was kind of in denial that I was changing finally. So, cause like people would still call me the wrong pronouns and you know, people wouldn't acknowledge me changing. So it's kind of just like, oh, I'm just gonna keep living in the past. And I was scared to explore and you know, be open about being trans and you know, just was with people I was comfortable with that knew my body and knew me, my personality, you know what I mean? So I just had to get over that hump. And I finally did. I left it all alone. And I had to learn to just acknowledge life now. But I did have like a spiritual awakening that came with that, though. I was really glad for that. So uh, 2017 has been positive for the most part. It's been really positive, like a like a big, like a huge growing up type of phase. So it hasn't been a bad year for me at all. Did your... When you transitioned, um, it sounds like what you're kind of saying is when you transitioned, there was like a fear there Mm -hmm. that um, that kind of prevented you from going into new relationships. Yes. Because, you know, your old relationships, they knew the old you and these are people that you're comfortable with and blah, 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 blah. Now that you have changed. I guess meeting other people and opening yourself up in that way and being exposed to, you know, some of the the stuff that we get as trans folks, that was scary. Yes, it was. I don't. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to I didn't want to lose my I don't want to say purity, but I don't know, like people people from the past kind of know my heart, like know how my mind works. So I just wanted to see, like, be with people that knew me for me, like, liked me for my personality or, like, my brain. But then after I discovered it could be the same thing in me, like, even if I look way different, you know what I mean? I could still find people that accept me for me. I was just like, fuck that. I don't got to deal with that shit. So especially because I dealt with a mean ex. So, like, (laughs) I was like, fuck it. So I don't really got to deal with this shit. But, um, Did you experience that, Mia? Like, um, when you transitioned, like a, um, like a fear, a transition in your personal relationships? No, because I come from a small town where being gay is not even acceptable. So, um, I went a whole year and some change without having sex. Mm-hmm. So. I'm saying that to say that my re- a relationship wasn't even possible. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't, the only type of relationship that I really had was long distance. 
and that's not fulfilling because you you know every day you walking around society and you seeing bitches hold hands and stuff and it just look real lovey-dovey and you know you calling your good girlfriend late at night before you go to sleep and just it's not the same so i know i didn't i didn't go through that Mm -mm. i I just wanted to see kind of whether was there any difference because i think that um for me when i was younger and i transitioned uh, the guys that I dated when I was still in my quote unquote faggy stage, mm-hmm. once I transitioned, it was hard for me to. Okay, so let me. I, dudes I dated when I was in my. I, I only went after dudes who I assumed were straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like to turn boys out <laughs> when I was younger. So. Me being, me transitioning to a woman, the dudes that I like, they were like, oh, well, this is a much better situation <laughs> than you were trying to get me to do before. <laughs> That's kind of how they always like. It's like, oh, well, this right here is more my speed, <laughs> even though I messed with you when you was the other way. <laughs> but, you know, this is more my speed. So it was easier for me to... um deal with them on that level um but i did realize that the because i was young and i didn't have shit like when you young in high school you ain't got no fucking bills you ain't got life shit that that as that adult have so when i was back in the day you know it just was really strictly about sex it was about you know I like being around you. I like having sex with you. So we hang out and we have sex. (laughs) That's what it was. But once I got older and me and the guy who I was messing around with when I was younger started to be friends and as adults, he started in my mind, he was just so much trash. Like it was like, you don't have shit. You're lazy. You don't work. You don't do nothing. Like you don't bring any benefit to me. Like, you don't bring any kind of benefit other than penis. And that stopped being okay when I, once I became an adult. So in, my, in, a, in a way, I don't really think that I had some type of fear of, of the changing. What it was, I, beca- I inherited things that women have to worry about. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying in my mind? Like I had to, I have to worry about security. I have to worry about stability. I have to worry about somebody trying to use me for sex. When previously it wasn't mm-hmm. about me getting used for sex. It was about me conquering this man. Like it, not conquering it as in dominating him, but conquering as in making him come over to my side. Mm-hmm. I used to strategically work <laughs> on getting dudes to, you know, do that. So, but as a as an adult, the motivations was totally different. The motivations were different. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I can kind of see how it. If you are already in deeper emotional um, relationships, like um, lesbians have, right? Yeah, they be lasting for years. Yeah, like lesbians <laughs> seem to have more like deeper. They done tapped into this deep feminine energy and they worded it out. <laughs> and so if you already had that, I can see how when you on T and how your mentality changes and how your body changes, how your um, look changes, how that can be a not so easy transition yeah. when building relationships. 
What yes. was your last one? Um, your last lesson? keep keep faith in the future and keep the third eye open. Basically, keep the third eye open mean to stay on guard of to fuck people, not just fuck girls or fuck boys, just to fuck mm. fuck people, and just keep like just pay attention to what you're doing, and also just don't because like I remember I lacked ambition like for the longest, so I just feel like i just need to really just keep faith on what i can actually manifest you know what i mean like i i forget my potential a lot so i just feel like i need to really focus more and just what makes faith. you forget your potential um i would say just worrying about like not i don't want to say other people's opinions it's not like that it's like worrying about Everybody else is straight. Like, worrying about if my sister is okay. Worrying about if my niece is okay. Worrying about if my mom. Just, and not and not do that all the time and just focus on my goals in life. You know what I mean? So, which is not bad to be, you know, unselfish or what's the word? Well, you know, I just got to be a little selfish I think sometimes. I think it's, because I struggle with that too. A lot. A lot. No shade. But for me, what, and you know, I tell you this all the time, it's like trying to find that balance and not forgetting yourself because sometimes, like, how can I, how can I fill all these cups up and I only got, and my cup is only halfway full? How am I, that's not possible. And what happens is, you steady filling everybody else's cup that's all, almost to the top, and you all the way at the bottom. So you going to stay at the bottom, steady trying to fill your cup up. And every time your cup get a little bit full, you're going to give somebody else your cup, a little piece of that cup. So I don't know. I What I did was I tried to to balance it off and let people know that, hey, you know, I'm important too. What about me? What about what I what I got to do? Like, I understand what you what you need is important, but are you taking my thoughts and my feelings and my goals into consideration? No. <laughs> no. What I did was I just <laughs> cut my. I just I just ended up looking like an asshole. I just kind of cut everybody off and just kind of just started doing my own thing. Just got the apartment. Just kind of just was like, fuck it. I gotta do my own thing. <laughs> and so. sometimes you you have to choose that. And I've been talking to me about this for years, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning it. So one of my lessons if that kind of leads me to mine. One of my lessons is that you cannot help people that don't want to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And so the scenario that in 2017 that that um that brought that lesson on was my mother. So. We all, if you've been following me for years, you know that my mom is a drug addict. So I told her months ago that she lives in Indiana. And I told her a couple of years ago, um, whenever you ready, you can't come down here with that drug shit. But whenever you ready to clean up mm-hmm. and you ready to get your life in order, come stay with me. Because I was making more money than I had ever made. And... I was like, you know, come stay with me. You ain't got to pay no bills. All you got to do is clean up. Get get, get your life together. But I don't want you to make this decision until you are ready. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I want you to come when you are ready. So all of a sudden, my mother 
after that was like maybe three or four years away years ago because my grandmother had passed away um in 2013 so yeah 2013 and um and I told her then, because she was staying with my grandmother. And I told her then, and she was like, nah, I'm not ready. Like, I don't even want to fuck it up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, And that was an honest yeah. thing. And I was like, okay, cool. So when you're ready, I love you. You're my mama. Come, Come through. through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So 2016, the end of 2016, she said, oh, I'm ready. I'm tired. And da, 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 da. So she comes and... What I didn't know is my gay son um, was going to be in a situation, too, where he needed a place to stay. So they came on the exact same day. Oh, wow. (laughs) So they came on the exact same day. So I was like, oh, okay. So now we got to make the adjustment. So I have two people in my house who, um, you know, they just these are people that I love and they need me in a situation. So, um, you know, it it was the one of the busiest peak times of my of of my work, and you know, I'm one of them people that I don't need. I don't. I'm not a hard person to live with, mm-hmm. you know. So um, everything was going cool, but they were clashing. All you gotta do is sit and chill. But I know she's going through her withdrawals and going through, you know, all this kind of stuff. But in the process of her going through cleaning herself up, she's drinking. You know, when you got it, when trying to kick one drug, yeah, some people use another drug to, mm-hmm. to cope or whatever. So she's drinking. So every time I come home from work, she's drunk. So now my house is full of, not necessarily chaos, but it's not a cool energy. Mm-hmm. Y'all come here every every once a week. Mm-hmm. I, it's just cool. It's quiet. He be on the game. You know, it's not rowdy over here it's not like i just have when i come home from work we shit chill and you know play video games and it's a chill spot it ain't no fucking hectic Mm -hmm. and so she's just drunk and reading and da 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 just every chance she gets she's reading and just doing Mm -hmm. little shady shit people was coming knocking on my door now if you a trans woman most trans women know you know, you got where you stay at. You gotta be real careful because you can. It's some problems that can come with people knowing your tea. Yes. It's some problem with people coming. I'm one of the people. I don't talk to my neighbors. Like I don't need you in none of my mm-hmm. business. <laughs> like I don't need you in none. None. I don't want you to be able to go to the front office and say nothing, nothing about me. Nothing. I don't want you coming mm-hmm. knocking on my door asking me for some sugar. I don't want you to come and ask me for some ketchup. Now, diamond girl. I am. Not, I'm totally anti-social. I can't buy no sugar, girl. No. <laughs> you can't use my phone. You no. You. I don't want you. Nobody knocking on my door. Even with the powers out, I can't I, buy. No. <laughs> Baby. So that egg the front of know, that door. She. My mom is a total opposite. She got these motherfuckers knocking on my door coming in my house like i woke up one day and some bit random bitches in my house oh uh, yo mama um something just some like <laughs> standing over me while i'm in the bed what <laughs> and my mother is standing there yeah that's my daughter <laughs> and i'm like she oh she just wanted to use the bathroom my bathroom ain't in my bedroom <laughs> so it was it was super weird and uh, just making me 
I don't want to be rude, but now when I see this lady that was in my house, I got to speak to her every day. I don't want to speak to everybody. Right. I don't want to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and now I got to speak because then I'm going to be rude. <laughs> and, it's, and I, she just started to do stuff. So all of a sudden, now, oh, fast forward, that was, that was um, October. Fast forward to like February. My mama had got hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Like a couple years before that. Uh. It was a drunk driver, so she was going to get paid. So yeah. finally, she got paid from it. Yes. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> but now that she got her coins, she takes her ass and moves back to Indiana. No. I'm like, Okay. It's your coin. That's not that's not the problem. But what's gonna happen, which is what end up happening, <laughs> you gonna go back home and you're gonna spin up all your coin. And guess who you're gonna have to come back to? Me. Got it. Right. And so now we could have got that coin. We could have got that coin, put a down payment on the house. Now mind you. I make tons of coins, not tons, I'm not rich, but I make enough to take care of myself uh, to pay for a mortgage and pay some lights and consistently go on trips at least four times a month, four, not a month, four times a year. So I make enough money to take care of myself and be straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in my mind, if she would have took that money and put a down payment on the house, I could have taken care of the bills of the house and we would have been in a bigger spot would have been good. It would have been straight. Mm-hmm. But now you don't want to spend all your coins and eventually you're going to have to come back to me. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to run out of coins, which she has already. You don't run out of coins. And we could have been in a better situation. So I felt like you didn't, you didn't think about this. You didn't care about nobody but yourself. You... She didn't think about it. And I felt like it was shady. I felt like it wasn't um, smart. And I feel like later on, I'm going to have to, just like I was doing, paying my light bill went up, every paying for the food, paying for all this stuff that I'm paying for, and you're not showing me any kind of appreciation mm. by thinking about what's better for us in the long run. All right. So, how did that selfish? I don't want to say selfishness, but how did that make you feel? It made me feel un unappreciated. Mm. You know, it made me feel like it made you. It makes you feel used because you're trying to put somebody in the in a better situation, and they're not taking advantage of the situation in the right way. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, and so I learned this years, not this particular lesson. But years ago, I learned that everybody is going is not going to do right by you. So you shouldn't put yourself in situations where it can harm you. Like if they don't do right by you, don't put yourself in situations where it can harm you. So I learned that lesson a long time ago. So this particular situation didn't harm me. Like it didn't take away from my coins. It didn't leave me unstable. Mm-hmm. It just was, it let me know that, all this shit I'm sacrificing in regards to helping you and put yourself on your feet, you you have no intentions of 
doing what's best for us. Knowing that you are you're getting old <laughs> and time is ticking mm-hmm. and and like it would be it would have been so much better if we had a house. Mm-hmm. But you didn't you didn't think about that. Even though I talked to you about it, da 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 you didn't think about it. So I can't depend on people. Right. So because you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. You don't want to help yourself. So mm-hmm. you really just trying to it's it's really no point. So now I'm like, fuck all that shit. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta move. Yeah, your own move. Doing my thing. I'm just uh, just like I was doing. Blah 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 blah. Except now, mm-hmm. which is kind it's kind of evil. But now I'm like, I'm. I told her years ago that I'm not gonna be like you and your mom. You was always trying to kiss your mom ass because she didn't love you, or you was trying to get love from her. I'm not gonna be that person. Like mm-hmm. at this point, I'm almost like fuck it. Like she called me like maybe. Mm, over the summer, it might be July, and she basically told me that she had cancer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, even more motherfucking reason for you to be down here with me. We, I live in Houston. This is the cancer capital of the world. Motherfuckers come here from fucking other countries right. to get treatment with cancer, mm-hmm. and we could have been in a better situation with you living with me and. You get what I'm saying? And you chilling, getting your body and health together, but you not. So what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen. So if you really got cancer and and it's something and nothing you can do about it or you're not going to try to take care of it, blah, 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 you're going to go up there and you're going to get real. It's going to get bad, worse, 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 worse. And then what I'm going to do, you're going to put me in a situation where I have to decide to get you back here bring you back and be totally dependent. You're going to be totally dependent. I'm going to have to cut, not be able to go to work when I need to go to work. I'm going to have to adjust my life because now I have a sick, sick mother. When we could have been in a much, much better situation, you know, if you would have stayed here instead of now, you done got your coin when it's been all up. And now I got to figure I'm going to have to spend money to get to where you at or get you where I get at. It's just gonna it's gonna be more of my money spent. <laughs> and when we could have been, we could have got this prepared. We could have got prepared for this situation. But because you're selfish and only thinking about yourself, you don't give a fuck. So why and so now I'm like, why should I give a fuck? And then everybody be like, Oh, but that's your mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, but I'm your child. And you didn't think about me in this situation. And then you like, and then you like, but well, people ain't supposed to think about you. You grown. Right. And you grown too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So get your grown ass somewhere. Get somebody to get. You got two other kids. Let them take care of you, even though they not. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you get what I'm saying? It's like it puts me in a bad situation where I feel guilty, but then another situation where I don't feel guilty. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh. It's kind of like it's it's hard to be like that towards your your blood. But it's just like, like how much can, like how far can I go? Like, like if I'm I'm breaking my back trying to make sure you good, and you not, bitch, I need you to break. I'm not talking about your mother, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying in like general, like if I'm if I'm doing all I can to make sure you good, and I'm giving it a hundred and ten, and you only giving me ten percent. 
and I'm I'm always giving you 100. That shit, that wears you out. It, it wears you out. It does. Mentally and physically. And it, it, it makes me angry. Like, it makes me, like, when we were in a situation, like, I remember one time, now, mind you, I pay all the bills in this motherfucker. All. 100%. Mm-hmm. She had hustled up on some food stamps, right? Do you know? Now, mind you, anything she asked me to get her, as far as her habits, like some cigarettes, da 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 da, I'll take care of her. Mm-hmm. Do you know she was hustling her food stamps, selling them to somebody? Now, mind you, while they was here, I was saying, "Hey, really, only thing I need y'all to do, if y'all can get some food stamps and we um and help me pay for the food, mm-hmm. uh, that'll help me out a lot." Right. Because with y'all being here, I'm going to always have to pay my rent. Whether I'm here by myself or with multiple people, I'm going to always have to pay my rent. But food goes up because I'm feeding three mouths and not just my own. Lights go up because when I'm at work and the lights be off, somebody's here and the lights go up. You know, so that's more money. So, at least, but not too much. But the food is what really is weird out because I got these three people in here. So, do you know she was selling her stamps to somebody to get money? <laughs> when you ain't got no bills <laughs> like you ain't paying no bills so it'd be different if you had her phone bill come directly out of my account we set it up to where it come directly out of my account hmm. Wait out. so ain't no bills so you don't have no bills so what you need money for money enough to where you hustling up some food stamps that I have clearly told you that I need it mm-hmm. to help pay for the food for y'all mouths to feed so, motherfucker, like, like it's like you hustling me. It's like you ain't. And that's the worst. That's ooh, the worst that's the, feeling. I would, I would rather. I don't want to be hustled, period. Right. But I would rather be like, this bitch, I don't know this bitch, this bitch hustle me. Fuck you, hoe. But, like, for your blood to do it, you be like, God damn, bitch. Like, girl. Yeah. It, it really it hurt, it, hurt my, it hurts your feelings. It's like, yo, like, this, this shit is, is tired. It's like you have no. There's. The compassion that I'm showing you to help you, the care, the consideration, you're not returning it. You're not putting any effort in this situation. Mm-hmm. And so my lesson is, you know, I got to learn to not give a fuck. I got to learn uh, to be like, you know, and it's hard. To, it's, it so sounds hard. It sounds bad, but motherfuckers suck you dry mm-hmm. if you let them. And it's same thing, and I'm still learning this lesson. I've gotten it better with people, but this is my mother, so there's like an emotional, you know, this is my creator. My mother was God at one point to me. You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? This is who birthed me. Mm -hmm. And so before I had a concept of God, I knew my mom. Mm -hmm. And you see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. this is her, our connection is a little bit way more difficult than like a normal person, like a uh, a friend or somebody else because I could easily be like, oh, bitch, you tripping. And nah, <laughs> I ain't gonna help you. <laughs> you no. <know. laughs> mm-hmm. But this is my mother. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see her in a bad place and I don't want to see bad things happen to her. Um, and I want to be there for her. But when I feel like I'm being hustled and I feel like I'm being used and it's not being reciprocated, it's like, it's annoying as fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> Annoying as fuck. And then I know she's going through it when it comes to, you know, I just found out I got cancer. So then I got to be sensitive to that. Like, oh, my God, this is your mortality that you're facing. Mm-hmm. 
you're getting older and you know so how much sensitivity that whatever that line is that balance of I don't want to be used but I need to be sensitive to your needs I draw the line when I know they have other options and they call on me just because they can okay see now I know you playing so that's when I'll be like, okay, we got to kind of draw the line there because I know you got other options. I know you do because I've seen you use them. <laughs> so that's when I draw the line. Yeah. I, mm, <laughs> I just know the more and more, I, I'm, the more and more my life puts me in situations with her, the more and more my life puts me in situations with her, the more cut off emotionally I am to her. And so, it's just getting to the point where I'm like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Hey, what's up? You know. Um, what else? What other lessons that I learned? Um, I was, I have been really, okay. This is going, this is making the mood right. (laughs) This is going to the freak lesson. So one of the lessons that I've learned is that um, my nut is (laughs) non-negotiable. I mean, yes. That's a good, that's a good resolution. I'm about to wear you're not, you know, yeah. I used, I used to be like, you know, if you trade and you know, you know, you got this heteronormative image of yourself and you just want to experiment and do all the heteronormative stuff to me. Just, <laughs> you know, just to make you feel more like a man, even though you're doing this gay ass shit. But, you know, <laughs> I kind of will compromise. And no, you ain't got to suck my dick. You can just fuck me. And no, I can hide my piece the whole time. And, <laughs> you know, I used to make these compromises. But I had to learn that. Baby, if you didn't want to be with a trans woman, motherfucker, you should have been with a cis woman. That's yeah. what I be saying. <laughs> you so, have to like dick if you. Uh, right. That's how I feel. So, if you're a trans woman, I feel like I mean, you have to be attracted in some <laughs> way. That's how I feel. And I've learned that if I press the issue, then I'll get what I want. <laughs> and the what I want is some mutual, pleasurable. Erotic <laughs> experience. Erotic experience. Well, hold on, Diamond. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait just one moment. I thought you been doing this. Strictly. Like th- this year it oh, was. Oh, so you strictly. made some comp- Oh, you so you So in the no- past, yes. You had make no compromises in None. 2017. 2017. <laughs> if you ain't getting this nut out, we ain't getting down. Oh, God. <laughs> so it was very very strict where 2016 2015 14 13 you know it was more if you were super fine and i just needed to get you on my record (laughs) (laughs) you could probably come through you might can probably come through because i really just want to get you on the record of had i had him but Mm -mm. 2017 it was fully that was my goal to be strict 
about whether or not I get mine when we in this situation. Very feminist vibes. Absolutely. I'm here for it. <laughs> totally here for it. So no, I don't I don't care if it makes you uncomfortable. You should have thought about that when you decide to to make all these interesting erotic requests from me during our exchange of what we were gonna do before you got here. Absolutely. <laughs> they have they want they have all these different weird at you know, people have weird fetishes. You know, I, I no, I don't know. They have weird fetishes. Tell me some. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've seen a shit in the mouth fetish. Before. Oh, we're talking about. So you've experienced this. We're talking no, about experience I, fetishes. I, oh no, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I've experienced I doing <laughs> that to somebody. Ah! <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. Ah! <laughs> Well, honey, I come oh. from a sex worker's background. Oh, and, weird out. And, you know, well, maybe sometimes. Maybe you got your coin. I did get my coin, a lot of coin. Right. <laughs> but sometimes oh. the fetishes get freaky. <laughs> well, how did this happen, bitch? You are like, like, I need a. See, I. Mm, where would you do this at? Like, you're not doing this in the bed. Like, you would have to be no. in a bathtub or something. Are we going into those details? <laughs> <laughs> Is that no. where we're going? <laughs> oh, okay. I can. Is that where we're going? Uh, why not? Let's make the okay. move right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, <laughs> it was kind of weird. I was visiting St. Louis. and In the summer of 1963. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> this was actually when was this This was maybe like 2006 and i was visiting st louis (laughs) the freaks come from st louis (laughs) (laughs) so he had um he had emailed me and he was pretending to be his wife Oh, wow. Okay, now, I don't know if he was pretending, but I think he was pretending. Okay. I think he was (laughs) setting this up so that he can get the session that he wanted. So, in the the email, he had said that him, he was pretending to be his wife, remember? Mm -hmm. His wife said that she had won a bet with him, and the bet for her, for her rules since she won this is what he has to do <laughs> and she had this whole list of things first of all he had to make me come and bust in a dixie cup and i had to take a spoon and feed him the cum get it right out, so that's one. <laughs> oh, right out. Interesting. then i had to pee on him and i had to shit on him shit in his mouth <sighs> And she said, if he doesn't do all of these things, then some kind of something's going to happen. He some has to do of all of this. Some type of consequence. He has to do every single thing on this list or he force fits his situation. And so she says, all right, so he'll be there at 9 o'clock in the morning and boom. So... I said, you know, this is not my normal raid. I need this extra (laughs) (laughs) to do all of these things that you're asking me to do. Because this is going to take some time. I had to get prepared for it. So I need this large amount of coin. (laughs) (laughs) And mother said, oh, sure, we have that. Don't worry about it. Oh, cute. 
Wear it out. Wear it out. You have, and it was, of course, if all this extra shit is gonna be extra. So when she said she had it, I was like, okay, well, I'll see see him at nine. So he comes in at nine o'clock, looking all sad and like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so, of course, I think this is his role the foreplay. Play. Yeah, this is role play and foreplay. Da, 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 da. I can't believe my wife has me doing this, and I'm playing along with it. Oh, you lost, baby. So. Let's get this. Let's do, <laughs> let's do the first thing on the list. <laughs> so he comes in with his brown paper bag. He pulls out a Dixie cup and a spoon. <laughs> he pulls out every. Of course, he pulls out my coin. Of course, <laughs> I sit and count. To do it's every single dime that I asked for. Oh, thank you. And it's love. And what made it even love is anybody who's been to St. Louis knows St. Louis coin is late. <laughs> it is rude and late so i really didn't make a lot of money there at the time it was you know it was just like uh, i'm really breaking even but this coin that he's giving me was like ooh, <laughs> this makes it more than even it makes it love so i was like okay so um he had put my coin so we get to um start it so he's gobbling my meat or whatever and um you know he's typical old white man it ain't well, boring. Not fine. Not ugly. Not disgusting. Nothing. Just, just kind of regular, regular ass white boy. Um, maybe in his late thirties. So, he um he get to gobbling my meat or whatever, and then he um, you know, he makes me nut. I nut in the disky cup, and he got to sit on his knees, and I feed him. So I feed <gasps> him. And so now. Get you a pee. <laughs> <laughs> so now I gotta pee on him. So that's because so he got this whole list, and I gotta cross out where he does it. <laughs> so um oh wait 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 oh, oh you sorry. skipped the part I did skip a part. <laughs> so we went to the Dick the Dixie cup doesn't come until last. So on the list it's last on the list. Mm-hmm. So we put the Dixie cup on the table and it got the spoon next to it. And so we go to the bathroom now. I have to pee on him. So we're not in the bed. <laughs> We are in, he is laying in the tub on okay. his knees, and boom, I got to pee. So, what well, boo, I have to pee on him. But anybody who, I don't, well, if you're in this work, sometimes you ain't got to pee. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like when you got to go do a drug test. Yeah, but yeah. you really ain't got to go pee. So, I'm like, well, I don't do drugs. <laughs> So I ain't really had no issue with drug tests. Well, girl, you know some places where you apply for jobs, you got to do drug tests. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I ain't got to pee. So I try to go drink some water (laughs) to try to, I I think I had Googled something where if you put your hand under the water while it's running, it'll make you kind of pee. Or I was trying to pee and I could not pee. It was late. So finally, like maybe after like 20 minutes of trying and standing over him trying and and I'm wondering people that if I have an erection, I can't pee while I have an erection. So it's like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is like so finally you had an erection for 20 minutes. No, not to it, it. When we started, I had an erection. But then now I'm trying to figure out how to pee. I'm not turned on. <laughs> so it was it was strange. So finally I end up peeing. So he's sitting in the tub, he's in kneeling in the tub, and I just start peeing all over him. Pee, 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 pee. And then the next thing is I got a boo-boo. And so I love saying it like boo-boo, like you talking to a little kid. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. So, um, oh, my God. So now he's sitting in the tub, pissy. <laughs> <laughs> now he's sitting in the tub, pissy, wet and dressed with piss. And so. I fell in love. I am not feeling. I am not feeling sexy at all. <laughs> I'm, the way he is looking up at me, waiting to boo boo, is making me cackle. <laughs> it is making me want to cackle. And oh laugh. my God, Betty was the arc, most awkwardest. <laughs> like, up in that your mouth, dog. <laughs> How do you position right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing over here <laughs> to ride to Boo Boo, <laughs> and I don't got to Boo Boo, so I, I'm just a pushing and a pushing. <laughs> oh my god! A couple of farts come out. <laughs> oh my god! <coughs> so finally, finally, something <laughs> comes comes out, <laughs> and it plops down on his <gasps> chest. <laughs> Bitch, that's cut. (laughs) 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 So now I'm ready to get up out of this bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, baby. That's all I can. (laughs) <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next time I come back, I got you. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh. So I'm, re- I'm, c- everything about this is in my insides is making me cackle. So I go out. <laughs> So I go out to the um to the room part of it or whatever. He's still in the bathroom smearing the boo boo on his chest. Oh lord! <laughs> so he finally go in there. Uh, he finally done cleaning it up. So when he come out of the bat of the bathroom, he's you know he's showered and clean or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the last thing, of course, what is what? You got to be spoon fed. He got to be, be spoon fed the cum that's in a Dixie cup. <laughs> oh, girl. So, that's so late after that i would have been like baby <laughs> no the coin he gave me would have been like oh when you coming back <laughs> 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 so i definitely made the op uh, made the coin a coin that would have been like oh ooh, <laughs> this Wait is love. right so now it's time for him to eat the cup so i grabbed the dixie cup and he was like oh no i can't do it I was like, uh, this is the last thing on the list, girl. <laughs> you got to eat the cum, baby. <laughs> your, wife, your wife sent me an email. Your, she honey, said she was very stern. She's very stern and direct. And she said, and this is the last on the list, baby. You got you to gotta eat the cum. Oh Come on. Gosh. Get on your knees, baby. Come on. <laughs> you don't want your wife to get mad, do you? Come on. Let's Come, go. Come on, role play. <laughs> And he was like, no, I can't. I, I can't. And so he gets on his knees and he opens his mouth and I take the um the spoon and I put it by his mouth, about to pour it in, and he and he closes his mouth real quick and let the cum drop on his face. But he don't eat it. 
but it's already spilled all over his face. So it's like, okay, we don't got nothing in the Dixie cup no more to eat. So, okay, honey, well. Go wipe off. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely hit me up. Do you want me to save your number so they come said, back and hit you oh, up? I said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to tell your wife that you didn't do it. Do it the right way. And he's like, no, she'll be fine. And da 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 So he leaves. So the next day, no, 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 that, the, the, that night, his wife hits me up. His wife says email, of course. Really, the, him not eating the cum was the intent for is for him to set up another session. Oh, wow. So his wife hits me up and says, he told me, she asked, she said, did he do everything on the list? And I was like, yeah, he did everything except for the last thing. He he kind of did it, kind of didn't. When I was trying to feed him the cum, he didn't put it in his mouth. He kind of just closed his mouth and it spilled all over his face. And she was like, oh, no, that's unacceptable. <laughs> He's coming back tomorrow with the same rate. This is what she says in the email. That's love. Right. <laughs> He's coming back tomorrow with the same rate. Do everything over again. Okay. So, <laughs> so he comes back the next day. Unfortunately for me, <laughs> unfortunately for me, I have to get them bowels ready. The night before, <laughs> right? <laughs> the night before, since I was in St. Louis, that's where my gay family is. My family, my gay family is the Vatons. And um, the night before, we had stayed out like we have we had went to this club called the Oz. We had went to the Pink Slip. We had went to this one. This was still open. Um, this, we had went out and we had got like fucked up. So that next morning he was supposed to be there at eight o'clock in the morning. Baby, listen. <laughs> Who was in her bed, sleep, knocked out, fool? <laughs> was me. <laughs> and I didn't I woke up to like I was supposed to leave at like one o'clock that day. Mm. I was supposed to leave at one o'clock and I woke up at like twelve and I had Ooh. so many missed calls from him. No. So many missed calls and I had missed that coin and he had red and red and red and red and red. And I missed that coin. I got the first coin, but <laughs> I missed that coin. Damn. Oh, anyway. no, Diamond Girl. I would have woke up for that one. <laughs> I, I wanted to, but I bitch. Baby. I, I didn't hear it, and I was asleep. <laughs> and that's the perfect time, bitch. Right after a good, um, you drinking, baby? Uh, uh, you know, I it's going get, right through I you. I didn't get back home to like, 5 in the morning. And when I didn't get back to the hotel, like, 5 in the morning. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to stay up. Oh, no, ma'am. I'm just going to stay up and da-da-da-da, baby. I don't remember anything. I just remember waking up at 12. <laughs> I don't remember falling asleep. I don't remember any of that. But I'm, I was shitty that I missed that coin. <laughs> it was late because he, he left a review and said that I robbed him for his credit cards. What? Really? He sure did. Because I stood him up. Wow. That's the That's the review that he left. Yeah, wow. it was so late. Anyway, we supposed to be talking about 2017. <laughs> <laughs> you done turned it into freak session. Into anyway. 2006 freak session. <laughs> so my lesson was that I'm 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 always without compromise going to get my nut in 2018 and 19 and <laughs> 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. <laughs> um, yeah. so what do y'all wish for? 
in 2018 for y'all? To not lose focus. Not lose focus of my goals. Very easily attainable goals, I feel like. I just feel like. What um, are they? For one, I want to just go ahead and just get my gender marker changed. I feel like I could have been got that done. Like, that's mm. easy. To, that's easy to do. So is I'm it? Just like, to me, I feel like it is because it's just like a small little, you know, mm. couple hundred dollars. It could be more, but, you know, still attainable. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know the gender marker change was that easy. <laughs> I didn't. It, the process, the pro- when you, yeah, okay, it might not be in Texas. Because <laughs> that, that's what I've been scared of, actually. But I feel like if you really just go hard for it, because I've seen it happen yeah. for people. So yeah. I'm just like, if you really just go hard for it, you, mm-hmm. you get it. Okay, well, we're going to claim it. Yeah, I mean, and I want to get my chest surgery. Oh so we're going to get Are that you saving? Over. Yeah. How close are you? I got to some thousands to go okay you know it's a start (laughs) it's a start so yeah that's about it have you looked into certain types of insurances because the lucky thing for you is you are a man now Mm -hmm. and you um you benefit from the patriarchy (laughs) that Mm -hmm. rules the medical system and gynecomastia is something that they consider medical and insurance will pay for it if you have the right insurance, yes, you need to look into that. Whoa, I did right. not know it, it could be it, in that category. Exactly. Because so, I was in insurance, but when I was looking for insurance, I was looking for a transgender specialty no, insurance. No, look for, like, exactly, look for insurance that does gynecomat that covers gynecomastia because oh. a man you know of course it's going to benefit men they don't want to have boobs on their chest so oh. they they need some kind of insurance to cover this and so you know how patriarchy oh. is set up is to benefit them that's shade <laughs> yeah but that i didn't shade. even think of that though yeah and so look for look for look for insurance that covers gynecomastia. Because I've seen some trans men go to doctors, and they, I know some trans men that got it done through that, and they went through co. They got it. They all they paid was a copay, and the, the insurance paid for it. So check that out. It's easy. Wow. Yep. There you go. So what about you? <laughs> um. One. Okay. So it's two things. I wanna. There's something that I really have to work hard on myself with because it's um. I think it's like a habit maybe um, or something. I know when I don't accomplish one of my goals, I could be like, say, for instance, I could be like almost there. But if I don't get it when I want it, I completely shut down. And when I shut down, like I shut down for like a long time and then I have to pick myself back up and go hard again. So what I'm going to try to do is – once I feel like, oh, bitch, it's out of reach, actually, instead of shutting down, actually going a little bit harder mm. instead of just forgetting about it. Because yeah. I'm, 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 I spoil myself. So if it ain't what I want, when I want it, I'd be like, girl, fuck it. Mm. Which is not a good way to, to, to go about anything. And then another thing well, um, I want to start doing is just less talking about what I'm going to do and just doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause I I I kind of like I feel like talking about doing it is like unconsciously telling myself I did it. Like, oh, bitch, I'm about to go clean up. I'm about to go clean up my apartment. 
And I tell everybody I'm about to clean my apartment. In my mind, I clean up my apartment, but I know I got to clean up my apartment. <laughs> so I don't clean up my apartment. I don't know, y'all. That's just the way <laughs> my mind is wired. Mm. But yeah, just doing things instead of saying what you're going to do. Gotcha. Because you know the devil do be listening. He really does. Oh, classic. Mm-hmm. He will. He does all the time. Where you out? Oh, you thought you was. Oh, you thought you was gonna do that? Psych. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> um, about me. Um, I need to get my finances in order. Amen. So. I'm coming into 2018 with the same amount of money that I came into 2017 with. (laughs) Which is not bad. No, that means I haven't been saving and I've been spending. If I came in, I haven't been, I haven't grew. It's nothing that has grown. My savings account hasn't grown. It's been the same little measly, whatever it is. None of your business. (laughs) Whatever it is. The same for a long time, and I need to learn how to. I need to save more and um, get my finances in order and stick to my budget in that regard. So that is my financial goal for 2018. Um, Another goal is to. um, I need to go on a trip. I need to go on a trip mm-hmm. overseas. Yes. I want to do something outside of the Americas mm-hmm. that is a pure, fun, beautiful trip. Nothing, um, no work, no nothing. Just a trip overseas to somewhere beautiful. Mm-hmm. Treat for myself. That yes. sounds awesome. Yes, I would like highly suggest that. Because the first time I did it, for the first time in 2017, finally went in a big plane across the world. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow. And you went to Egypt? This. Yeah. Yeah. How much did it cost? It was, the plane ticket was like 700 something. What made you go to Egypt? I've always wanted to go. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to go. I have the money. Mm, how did you get the money? Just working and saving? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to just go. Oh. <laughs> Let me just be young about. and dumb and do things. Did you go by yourself? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. You you like me. Because I'll go by myself to somewhere so quick. Mm-hmm. Bye. Just fuck it. If you got it and you want to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried. Like, I'm very wary fish. Like, I'm going to be worried about being clocked. That's the excitement. And that's yeah. not, I know it's not excitement, but the way I my luck set up, they'd be going to take me at the airport and wore me out. I knew I was going to be clocked because I had a whole F on my passport, but I was just like, fuck it. Like, I want to do it. And if God want me to do it, you know, then I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. And I did it. Mm-hmm. I just kept faith and I just did it. Amen. So, and you, There's my parents are warriors, my family warriors, and they seem to be miserable. So, Mm-hmm. You know, to conquer goals you want to do and dreams, you got to say fucking and push yourself. Put some spontaneous in your spirit. Mm-hmm. I hear sponta- spontaneity. There you yeah, go. spontaneity. Oh, woo! <laughs> wear me out! 2018, 17. <laughs> um, so, yes, I want to go on like a trip or something. And then, um, let me see. 
ain't gonna say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I was gonna say get some pussy. <laughs> That's a good goal. <laughs> um, but now, um, <laughs> I mean, I had my first little experience of something new in 2017. So. Make that your goal. <laughs> it can't be, I guess. So. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Um, <laughs> Come on, experience. I don't know. I, I, I that's <laughs> those things. Open myself up to experience, and mm. you know, enjoy life a little more, and not work <laughs> as much. Because I feel like this year I just worked, work, 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 and all the bonuses that I got, I really didn't enjoy them. Like, I yes, I bought some cute stuff. <laughs> some clothes and shit but um as far as shit that i wanted to do that i really would enjoy mm-hmm. i didn't get to do anything so mm-hmm. i need to you know enjoy it mm-hmm. and that's about it for me what about you anything else um let's see i would say get like focus on like the future future like retirement and stuff now like what I want to do to like build stability now. So smart, do that now. Yeah. So yes. that's that's one of my main goals actually. That's really why I've been putting off top surgery and everything else because I've been trying to focus on how to build to where I can have, you know, a stable, comfortable life. And that's important. So that's it, pretty much. Um, so what do y'all? You I have one more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was I, okay. So last night. I was uh, catering to Jay Milan's um, parties, one of the socialites here in Houston. Mm-hmm. She's um, um, she's behind. Well, bad boy is behind her. <clears throat> so we uh, did the event, and it was a it was a lot of big names there, or whatever. Me and my sister, and all I, I just you I don't know. I had this idea of what those type of people were, and being in the crowd, I was just like. They're just regular people, just like you and me sitting here. Ain't nothing extra. Exactly. Uh, they're not on this big pedestal. They may act that way, but they're they're just regular people, just like me and you. And what I took from that was that it, it, anything's achievable. Anything is possible. You just gotta put your your first your your both your feet forward and believe in. Well, for me, believe in God and then God just steps and. You know, you definitely got to take those steps forward. Mm. Mm. For real. No procrastination 2018. None. Amen. <laughs> so what do y'all hope for 2018? This is the last question. What do y'all hope for Marsha's Play? Oh, I hope that we get more listeners, more fans, um, tons and tons of ideas. Because I feel like I'd be struggling sometimes because I'd be like, I feel like my topic is not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, as far as that, yeah. I think it's been good, though. I feel like we're entertaining. Yes. (laughs) What about you? Um, well. Oh, let me give a shout out to um, Inner Hole Uprising. They put us on their top list of... Podcast hey. of two thousand yes. new podcast of two thousand seventeen. So thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you. I found out that um one of the um queer podcasts he had been listening to me on my YouTube and he's like, Oh my god, 
I didn't know you did a podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> How did you not know? And um, and he was like, oh, I love it. And he just was sharing it, and it was so cute. And I felt so special. It was what he, he loves. He said he loved us. Um, what about you, Mia? <clears throat> well, I just I want. I want us to continue to grow in 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 its entirety like just just develop that that positive name and empowerment that we're trying to to give to people and and I want I want I want to be recognized. I want us to be recognized on a big platform by the end of 2018. Mm, before it. the end, before the end. <laughs> Amen. That's yeah. Um <coughs> For us, I hope that we continue to push the envelope forward. Mm-hmm. I I want to like what, when we have our discussions and our meetings as far as like what we're going to talk about. Um, you know, my saying is what pushes the culture forward. Mm-hmm. What what should we talk about that um, uh-huh. you know is not trans one hundred and one. Um, share our life experience and um, just from our perspective and. I want to continue to do that. I want to continue to do that with integrity. I want to continue to do that and grow. Um, I also want to bring other people into our fold, like guests and stuff, so we can get other people's perspective and, you -hmm. know, from entertainers, because I want some trans artists to come in in here and talk and share their experience with art. Um, and music maybe or whatever kind of artistry that they do um, I want to have some other trans men come in and talk and share their experience um, other trans women um, non-binary people I want to bring some non-binary people to come in because they're a part of the trans umbrella too even some of them that some of them accept the trans label and some of them don't so I want to kind of bring some people in that um, that um to sh- just share our world and our what we experience every day in life and and kind of bring a little bit of normalcy mm-hmm. whatever normal is you know normal isn't mm-hmm. everybody's normal is different but to bring mm-hmm. a little normalcy to the world and be our little voice you know our little mm-hmm. portion and our little kitchen and meal and serving our little plate to the world mm-hmm. um definitely wanted to grow and i have appreciated the growth that we have gotten so far and all the feedback and yes we love it love it love it love yes, it yes we do it. we love the feedback <laughs> that you give us individually we would love for you to uh-huh. put it a review so everybody can see how much you love us <laughs> right yes, we, we, go hit them reviews up yes. on iTunes mm-hmm. yes. rate us five stars and tell us what you think what could make it better somebody said look somebody sent me a message it was like yo I can't fucking hear y'all bitches. <laughs> and I was like, what you mean? She was like, uh-uh, it's real low. I can barely hear y'all. So I, even if I turn my stuff all the way up. So I was like, oh, shit, I got to fix the <laughs> fix the sound. So we working on that. I think I got it fixed, though, because last, last one, I just said everybody was like, oh, we can hear it now. So, okay. So th- that's why we need your feedback. Yes. <laughs> so we can fix some shit. Oh, so... That's about it, y'all. It is one eleven, an hour and eleven minutes. So, um, happy new year. 
Happy New Year's. And, you know, definitely don't take that old baggage into the new year with you. Definitely drop that off at 1159. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Drop it off. Leave it. And pick you up something, some blessings. Mm-hmm. Pick you up some motivation. Pick you up some drive. Pick you up some passion. Mm-hmm. Pick you up some love. Mm-hmm. Pick you up some coins. Amen. <laughs> pick you up some coins. Um, and oh, pick you up some self esteem. Mm, amen. And, and and oh, let go of the depression. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Self love is very pick important. Pick you up some joy. Amen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's about it for us. Have a great night. Have a great year. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right.